Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I still think that the stories from the fall about your son Hunter were Russian disinformation as near campaign, like you said. Yes, yes, yes. God love you, man. You're a one-horse pony. Yeah, that's not really a saying there. So that was from <laughs> You're a one-horse pony? That was from Fox and Friends this morning. So Peter Ducey yelled a couple of Hunter Biden questions at the president. President says, yes, 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 you're a one-horse pony. And then the, the, the Fox anchor girl said, that's not really a saying. <laughs> 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 ah, that's funny. That's funny. We got to hear it again. Come on. I still think that the stories from the fall about your son, Hunter, were Russian disinformation as near campaign, like you said. Yes, yes, yes. God love you, man. You, you're a one-horse pony. Yeah, that's not really a saying there. At least they didn't call him a lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> yeah, that's not really a saying. <laughs> You're a one-horse pony. Oh, that's funny. Wow. A one-horse pony. All right. Uh, roughly two-thirds of voters say they have concerns about President Biden's mental and physical ability to serve a second term, according why? to an NBC News poll. Why? Does it ask why? Why do people feel that way? Is Because he's he says, obviously addled. Is it because he says things like, You're a one-horse pony? You're a one-horse pony. Can't help. Can't help. Uh, 68% of voters said they have major or moderate concerns about the 80-year-old president. 32% said they have minor or no real concerns. If you have no real concerns, you're either an idiot and like ought to be a ward of the state or you're lying. (laughs) I think it's probably people that are lying. But uh, where are you on the moderate to severe concerns about his age? Major. I'm definitely major. Yeah, absolutely. I think he is uh, declining mentally and physically. And the idea that keeping in mind, it's June of 2023 right now. The election is not for how many months will that be? It's like five years. A half ish. Right. 
And then, uh, several months later, he'd be sworn in for a second term. So we're damn near, you know, I guess it's more a year and a half than two years. But um, Before he starts another term. Well, right, exactly. And uh, people don't get better from old. Boy, I was old there for a while and senile. Woo, thank God that went away. Feeling a lot better now. That's not a thing, as the kids say. I don't know. I, I, I hear these advertisements on the radio for various ointments or shark fin pills or whatever that uh he'll be back Viagra. he'll be back at it and, and he'll be young and fit as ever sure he will sure he will uh he's not running by the way i stand by that All prediction right. it's but um, so he's not 70 percent or roughly is the yeah mm-hmm. okay that's a lot Well, and then you have to add i have a minor concern about it uh then it's it's well over 70 percent all right, I think you're lying or lying to yourself. If you have no real concern, well, you can hate Trump as much as you want. That, that, that worship should, Biden. That, that that should be the way they phrase it. Look, if you would like to like write in blood on this piece of paper, I hate Trump. Go ahead. And how do you feel about Biden's mental fitness? I mean, come on. Yeah. 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 You're a one-horse pony. Well, but I had a Uh I was just reading about the rehab effort around Kamala Harris that they've got going on in the White House. They're really trying to boost her, um, 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 well, the way people feel about her in a variety of ways. And it, they, they, <sighs> wow. they believe they're being successful. I don't know. They are polishing a you-know-what. Now, I find that expression both disgusting and demeaning. I won't use it. But that is a funny, funny thing to say. We're trying to rehab her image, polish her image. The reality, never mind her image, the reality is as rotten as the image. It's not going to work. She's a, they're, You know what? They're going through that to make it look like, for the very small percentage of voters, speaking of voters and their percentages, who would, if she is shoved aside for Gavin Newsom, the percentage of uh, Democrat voters who would say, oh, they were unfair to a woman of color is very, very small. I think they're trying to neutralize that, if anything. But there's not a Democrat in the land who thinks they ought to run Kamala Harris. Not a one. So why would I bring up the sex club that Hunter Biden got kicked out of? As I have been saying for quite some time, okay, you've convinced me. I'm not voting for Hunter Biden for president. Uh so some of it is just kind of interesting gossip about the rich and powerful. Some of it is, is you know, is this going to be a determining factor for Joe Biden, whether or not he decides to step down? So this guy that owned this sex club, it was in Los Angeles. Is that right, uh, Hanson? An L.A. sex club? I thought it was, thought it was New York for some reason. This but is I don't know. L.A. Well, LA I mean, he, was huh? pro- he was quite possibly a member of sex clubs on both coasts. Yeah, I've I've attended many myself, and uh, it's mainly a coastal thing. I asked in Omaha, but they, uh, well, they arrested me. So they have a strict, you know, uh, don't ask, don't tell what you see here stays here sort of thing. Obviously, if you're a super expensive sex club, the only way you're going to get high rollers to join or show up is if they think it's going to be on the down low, right? It cost up to $70,000 for a membership to this thing. Wow. Um, so they're 
trying to be uh, $75,000 a year. Memberships ran as high as $75,000 a year for the SNCTM sex club there in Los Angeles. Well, the owner sold it and was no longer affiliated and then saw Hunter Biden in the news. He had no idea who Hunter Biden was. Now, that's the guy we had to kick out. And he's willing to say it out loud because he didn't own it anymore, which I'm not sure is very cool, but I don't know what his politics are. Um, anyway, Hunter uh, got kicked out for grabbing women's behinds, says the owner. On their first and only visit, Hunter acted so rude to upscale female members grabbing women's asses, it says here, and, oh uh, and other behavior that went against the club's rules. You know, I don't know how you feel about this. It is, it is a, it's a, it's on the, it's on the sign. It's a sex club. These women are working here to, what is, what is, I don't know. What are the rules? Um, the, 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 the owner asked him to leave and banned him from future events. One of the club rules was always ask before you touch. It says here, when I told Hunter he had to leave, that people were complaining about his behavior. He was belligerent and act like a spoiled child, but did not leave. He did not know who Hunter was until seeing the story of his laptop in the New York Post. At the time of Biden's visit, the owner wasn't certain who he was or which prominent family he belonged to. You'd probably just assume it was a prominent family, because, yeah, or you really, really like sex clubs and have saved all your pennies to try to make sure you could get into this place. Well, and the person who set up his going in there said there's going to be a guy coming from a very prominent political family. Um, Lots of money. So then how does that factor into this other story that's out today from Byron York, who's just reading the stuff that's out about the whistleblowers, the IRS whistleblower people? And Byron York wanted to point out of the Washington Examiner that all this news coverage about, hey, Hunter paid his back taxes. Every time you hear the story about how Hunter Biden owed however many hundreds of thousands of dollars in back taxes, actually the total number was $2.2 million. But for some reason, when it filters through the mainstream media, it ends up being a couple hundred thousand dollars, they always mention which he paid. Well, the transcripts from the whistleblowers says, yeah, he did pay it, but who paid it? And um, it was paid back by a wealthy Hollywood lawyer, Kevin Morris, who paid Hunter Biden's back taxes, and the arrangement was a loan, in quotes, with payments due to start sometime in 2025. And, you know, there's no guarantee the guy's going to hold them to that. Uh, does the sex club play a role, as some have suggested, in people wanting to come forward or any of the other lifestyle stuff that Hunter Biden had going on? I'm sure he hung out with other prominent people when he was doing some of the stuff he was doing, and not all of them might want that out in the open, depending on their reputation in a town or whether they're married or not or who knows what. So you think they're paying no. him off or something? Or I'm, I'm not I, sure I follow. I think you would have a reason to want to get Hunter Biden out of trouble if you were one of his buddies and hung out with him all the time and you, mm. you know, rolled his with his lifestyle mm. and knowing the kind of guy he was, I think. I don't know. Well, what's your suggestion as to why the rich Hollywood lawyer paid tons of money in back taxes with a loan that starts sometime in the future? I think it's just the uh, the powerful uh, associations and democratic politics. Hollywood moguls, huge donators to uh, to the left. They all know each other. They're all buddies. And why would somebody they... made a call and said, "Hey, we got to get him out of trouble. Can you front the cash? We'll do this for you." Who knows? And we got to get him. Uh, got to get him out of trouble. Why? Because it 
They just think it looks bad for the president? Well, yeah, the president of the United States is asking you to. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. You think that that's an actual ask that comes from higher up? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'm just wondering they what could your be guess buddies. is. I've, I've, never, I've never heard of this guy, so I don't, I don't feel like I know enough to guess. Morse gave uh, him even more money, approximating $800,000, bringing Morse's total payoff of Hunter Biden's tax liabilities to the full $2.2 million owed. Generous fellow. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, there's something going on there. I've got some friends. I've got some good friends. I've got, I know some people who are really great people. Some of them have money. Uh, they're not doing that. <laughs> the Morris money would be, serve as a roadblock to the IRS agents who wanted to prosecute Hunter Biden. The payment could make it harder for prosecutors to win a conviction, a conviction or a long sentence for tax-related offenses, according to tax law experts. So just keeping him out of jail to be as a as a favor to the Biden family. I mean, you you don't do this because you're friends, do you? You do it because you're going to get something, you think? I would think so. Yeah, it all stinks to me. Why doesn't Hunter just crank out five or six more pictures? Paintings? More paintings. He was getting up to half a million dollar each there for a cup of coffee. Is he still? Is anybody reporting on that? Is he still painting? And how about the lack of coverage around the fact that so uh, you're going to do the whole rich need to pay their fair share as part of your stump speech your whole dang life and base so much of your campaign around it but when your own super rich kid stiffs the u.s government for 2.2 million dollars that's not an issue that the media thinks is least interesting on any level while Joe Biden is demanding that, quote unquote, the rich should pay their fair share and talking about raising taxes in all sorts of ways, you know, go ahead and raise them. Hunter won't pay them anyway. Yeah. So that applies to who? Other people who think they should pay their taxes, but not Hunter Biden. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't that's not interesting to anybody in the news. No, that the candidate of the rich people are getting away with it and screwing everybody else. Your son. OK. And this is not even being disputed that he didn't pay his taxes because it's indisputable. No. Right, right. A lot of people calling the uh, plea deal uh, foul uh, from top to bottom, too. But uh, a lot of controversy about that. Nice to have a friend that'll step in if you're $2.2 million in arrears with the, the IRS and uh, pay it for you with a loan that you're going to pay back starting years from now. Yeah, that's uh, very odd. Very interesting. What are the terms of that loan? <laughs> I don't know. I can't even imagine what this guy is supposed to be getting out of the government for this. If the POTUS is going to be eternally grateful to me, I'll think of something. Right. No kidding. Any thoughts? Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Quick texts um, uh, that just came in. One, and yeah, I should have pointed this out. Obviously true. How much money do you have to be raking in to owe $2.2 million in taxes? You got to make a lot of money to owe $2.2 million in taxes to even get in that sort of trouble. Um, Also, mentioned earlier in the show, malaria is back for the first time in 25 years or something like that in the United States. And at least one texture is suspecting they're coming up with some sort of a pandemic-like health scare so Joe Biden can stay in the basement. Oh, Run another gosh. campaign from the basement. Huh. I don't, I don't know if I believe that or not. Sounds a little paranoid, but perhaps. We've been talking on an ongoing basis about the uh, radical queer theory and gender theory. There's no such thing as men and women. If somebody declares themselves to be a woman, they get to compete in women's sports. It's interesting. Uh, 70% of people in a Gallup poll said, no, dudes compete against dudes, women compete against women, period. 70%. And, you know, I suppose I could dig into the specifics of the poll. Um, I would like to know how many... um, say, uh, I don't know or no opinion, but the number of people, and I actually predicted this, and occasionally I'm right, so I'm going to go ahead and and point it out. I said I believed support for transgender people in women's sports, and it's always in women's sports. There are no biological women who are kicking ass in men's sport, and anybody cares. None. It's entirely one direction. Anyway, I predicted the number of people who thought that was A-OK would shrink. 
And sure enough, it's shrinking and or the number of people who think it's a bad idea is growing. When you're confronted by the reality of it, um, whether you see Leah Thomas, a six foot four inch male towering over the girls in the pool, you think, oh, wow, oh, that's not cool. Or if you hear the Serena Williams story, um, both she and her and her sister Venus played the 203rd ranked men's player in back-to-back matches. He easily beat them both. I didn't know that biologically men were that superior to women. That it's actually surprising to me. I have the chart here of uh, the top track and field cross country U.S. high school boys beat the world's top female athletes in every single event. I, now, I didn't know you're that saying that. the top high school boys beat the top adult women, like Olympians. Right. The very best women in the world in every single event. And they have them all listed in this chart. Uh, 100 meters, the best high school boy runs it in 10. The best woman in the world runs it in 10.49. And every event is like that. High jump, pole vault, long jump, triple jump, javelin, 10,000 meters, 5,000 meters. I would have thought maybe in the distance it does less. It actually is more in the distance races. But high school boys dominate women around the world. I, I didn't know there was that much advantage to being a male, physically. Yeah, it, it depends uh, sport to sport. They say it's 7 to 25%, something like that, hmm. uh, the advantage a biological male has. But just, uh, you know, the reason I brought this up is these are new numbers out, but um, nobody thinks what the radicals are trying to make you believe everybody thinks. Everybody thinks like y'all think. Dudes compete against dudes, women against women, period. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. To the disappointed texter who says you went on and on about Hunter Biden but didn't mention Trump's problems, uh, listen to Hour 2. You can get it in podcast form. Or was it this hour, whichever hour it was, uh, where we played the entire two-minute Trump audio that came out last night that is making the rounds. It seems to indicate that Trump was sharing classified information with people. So Seems to, yeah. And, and uh, furthermore, quit whining, my friend. Or... As a buddy of mine who does a fair amount of business with uh, Britain, he was on a conference call the other day, and somebody said, quit whinging, would you? Whinging? Whinging. I got to see sh- British uh, version of whining. I got to share that with my son, who does a fantastic British accent and uh, likes to drop Britishisms regularly. Mm. I'll have to give that to him. Please, no whinging. Right. So uh, we're going to briefly shine the spotlight on someone that you really ought to know. There's an interesting uh, dynamic that goes on in mm. Calunicornia in a lot of different ways. Um, the show's been based out of Sacramento for many, many years, the capital of California, and people are often shocked to hear that the metropolitan area of Sacramento has well over 2 million people in it. It's just with the Bay Area close by and L.A. down south, et cetera, and then the lovely, beautiful San Diego, um, it's overshadowed, uh, Sacto. Oakland, practically nobody talks about unless they're referencing sports. Oakland is a very large city with one of the biggest ports in the world and some wild politics. And the DA of Oakland, Alameda County right now, Pamela Price. Used to have three major sports teams, soon to have zero. Don't! Uh, Yeah, true. So the DA of Alameda County, District Attorney Pamela Price, is worth knowing. She is as radical as your Chesa Bodines of San Francisco, your George Gascones of, of, of L.A., uh, the lunatic Krasner in Philly, uh, Fox in, in Chicago, and she is absolutely Soros-funded like all of them, and the good folks of Oakland have uh, elected her, and she has done the predictable things. Um, she has uh, freed everybody she can free. She has declined to prosecute stone-cold murderers because they're people of color, etc. Uh, it's interesting. A bunch of the victims of violent crime in Alameda County have now joined together to protest her and the rampant lawlessness that's going on, and um, I'm looking at the picture here. It's it's almost entirely, actually, it is entirely people of color um, who are the victims of these things, which is so often true. There's one case. This happens to be a, a white guy. Um, a Home Depot loss prevention employee was shot to death by a shoplifter in April. 
And the family's been uh, annoyed by the complete lack of communication with District Attorney Pamela Price. Then she went and decided to pursue lesser charges and sentencing in the case. So this guy said, hey, you can't leave here with those products. They shot him dead for it. So murder in the course of an armed robbery uh, of a power tool. Um, since his death, prices refused to uh, take their phone calls, keep them in the loop, etc., etc., and then uh, decided to uh, decided to try them on much lower charges, much far below murder, just some gun charges and that sort of thing. She dismisses gun charges usually if somebody's of color. I mean, just a lunatic. Some more of the facts after we uh, listen to a little bit of this. This is so instructive. This is a rally in her support that happened a few weeks ago. But for some reason, these tapes are just coming out now. Somebody got hold of them. These are the supporters of this woman and how they think. We'll start with number 20, Michael. And we out here supporting Pam Price, man. Supporting prison reinforcement, justice, man, for more. We ain't had no voice before, but we got a voice now. We got Auntie Pam Price. She listening to us. She hearing us. And I'm talking about I've been a victim. My brother up in there right now. All my brothers. Free T-Roy. Free Joe. Free DJ. Free. Man, there's so many names. I, got, I answer calls every day from prison to prison. Santa Rita. Every day. All right. Here's uh, Pamela Price herself explaining her uh, point of view in 22. They need to understand the reality of being black in Alameda County. If you are a black person in Alameda County, you are 20 times more likely to be incarcerated than a white person. The racial injustice in this county is what we all need to be firmly committed against. All right, one more, Michael, uh, 23. We found employees who did not know who did not know that their supervisors had either retired or resigned or moved on and left them behind. We found employees misclassified across the organization and friends of Nancy being paid ridiculous amounts for undefined part-time work. The previous administration did not give us a current organizational chart. All right, that's an odd set of uh, complaints there. Uh, so she was elected in November on a platform denouncing tough sentencing, reducing mass incarceration. Uh, a bunch of longtime prosecutors have left the office. Uh, victims' families are rising up, etc. So Oakland often flies under the radar. They've got some way left crazy politics going on right now. And uh, go ahead and shoot somebody if you like in Oakland. If you are a person of color, you can probably get away with it. Nice. Yeah. Pay attention to these DA elections, man. God save the queen, man. Um, DAs God and school save boards. the queen, oh, man. That reminds me. Uh, uh, DAs and school boards. you got to pay attention to those. There is an incredible maneuver going on right now in Sacramento, California. They have gutted and replaced. Are you familiar with that? It's a uniquely California thing. You get a bill like all the way through the assembly. And then you take out all of the contents of it. You just keep the name and the number, and then you fill it with something else. In this case, uh, a, a how law is that, that how says is that possibly legal. Well, I know it's shocking. I don't know. Wouldn't that be like I sell you a car, and then after you agree to buy it, I take out the engine, put in a different one? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's very much like that. I, how it's constitutional, I don't know. Probably because the one-party government hasn't... I, I don't know exactly. It seems so outrageous. But the point is, they're trying to now shove this bill through with no debate and no publicity that makes it possible for teachers' unions to get rid of newly elected school board members if they advocate violating any of California's uh, equal uh, protection laws, which include such things as always using the right pronouns, if a confused 12-year-old says, I'm a little boy now, and you say, we're not going to keep that secret from parents, that's in violation of California's regulations. So those newly elected school board members who are trying to get porn and transgenderism out of the schools, they can be canned, in essence, by the teachers' union. That is snaking its way through the legislature. Under the cloak of darkness. It is unbelievable. I don't think people pay attention to this stuff. Yeah, well, if if the gutted and replaced bill passes both the Assembly and the Senate in its final form, then it's fine. But the point is, it gets all the way through the process to the very, very end with nobody knowing what's going to be in the bill. Then suddenly they pass it and it's law. So it wasn't heard in committee. There wasn't public comment, whatever. It's an insidious practice. But, you know... Why are people leaving California? Well, it's the expense and the crowds. No, it's stuff like that. Right. To a large extent. California's crumbling. The metal guy has the hiccups there or something. <laughs> I just came across a story that I'm going to have to read more deeply into and uh, bring bring your way. Because it's amazing. It is a psychiatrist who's written a, an op-ed in the New York Times today about how Taylor Swift has taken over his practice. As in so many young girls leaning on Taylor Swift for guidance on how to handle the slings and arrows of life. Yeah, I think I may have seen that piece. Wow. I think I need to become a Swifty. Is it too late? Am I allowed? Do you, do you have to apply? I don't think you're your typical Swifty. But I will, uh, I will figure out what that's all about. Also, Joe mentioned a real estate scam earlier, perhaps. Maybe you can tell us or about that. is it a scam? Yeah. Uh, we got uh, a text from somebody who is a real estate agent explaining how it might work. And, man, if you're buying or renting or whatever, it's worth knowing about. So you don't fall for this also. Oh, scams, scams everywhere in real estate right now. So that's Armstrong and Getty eye on you or something like that. Eyes on the prize? Um... Looking out for you yeah, exactly. on your side. Oh, yeah, that's it. Armstrong and Getty on your side. Another one of those segments coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A man in the UK who was recently arrested for driving recklessly gave authorities a Legoland ID when they asked for documentation. <laughs> they then charged him with resisting arrest when he refused to get out of the vehicle. I can't! I'm snapped in! It's a Lego joke. I get it. So you described a uh, possible real estate scam earlier? Well, all three of my kids have been looking for new places, and uh, one of my daughters... Um, 
said we just took a virtual tour of the apartment we applied to really liked the look of it although the virtual link the realtor called through was kind of screwy making it difficult to communicate then we tried to call each other but the call failed uh they say reception wasn't the problem it was the virtual link that was the problem and my daughter's worried about not being able to call them at the time should we go through with it the security deposit blah 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 and i said no not yet and i was just appealing to people does that sound like a scam to you or not we got this text. I'm a residential real estate agent. People scrape my listing photos and descriptions often and then post them on Craigslist as rentals for cheap. So that's where they come yeah. up with. They go to the. They tell people they're uh, called out of country on business. Just send me a cashier's check and I'll FedEx you the key, which of course doesn't work. I always, t- always tell people to meet potential landlords at the property first to see if they actually have access to the property then ask to see their ID, and then cross-check that against public records for who actually owns it, a real landlord will understand and do it freely. Mm, you see, Wow, one, could you copy and paste that to me? Sure. But Great. Uh, 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 um, uh, the other side of that, though, is I, I don't know. I'm get, Well, I know that this is true for rentals because I helped somebody look for a rental not that long ago. Like, I've been looking at houses, and you show up at an open house, and you got to wait in line to get in the door with other people who are looking at the houses. The real estate agents are in the kitchen on their phone because they don't need to talk to you. I got a million people here who are going to make offers. <laughs> you know, mm. It's not you know, like, you know, you've, if you've ever gone to an open house and you're the only person there and the real estate agent's like wanting to massage your feet or get you a drink because they're just so desperate to try to say It's not like that now. And I know uh, I was helping somebody rent a place recently and it was similar at the rentals. Every rental looked at was just a stream of people. So the whole meet me there, I could see how there might be a number of landlords are like, nah, I, I'm... I got other people who don't make me take time off my job to go meet them there. I'll rent to them. So that's a problem. Yeah, well, that is a problem. But, yeah, no no access, no look-see, no rent. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Appreciate the advice, though. Thank you, friend. Uh, speaking of advice, can you play... Um Play 44, oh, she, Michael. We got to clean oh, this she up. She just sent me the uh, the link. Let me take a look at it. Go ahead. We got to clear this up here. 44, Michael. You're a one horse pony. So, a number of people that's Joe Biden responding to questions about Hunter from a reporter saying, You're a one horse pony. And we've been mocking that. And a number of people have been pointing out that the expression is one trick pony. He also yeah. could have been meaning to say, as an old man whose brain doesn't work, you're a one-verse song. I think he might have said verse pony. You're a one-verse pony? You're a one-verse pony. No, it says horse. But you're a one-verse song. You're a one-note song. You're a one-horse. He's trying to say you're a one-trick pony. You're a one-horse parade. There's a couple of different things. But he got them all combined in his ancient head. and it didn't. Come you're out. a one-verse pony. Yes, but I am, I'm familiar with the expression one-trick pony. But that's not what he said, you see, is the thing. Yes. Yeah, we know the expression One Trick Pony. We know the Paul Simon album, right? Yeah, that's one of my favorite albums. God, that's a good album. Um, I should listen to more Taylor Swift, apparently. I might have to fully digest this article I was just reading. From a psychiatrist in private practice, op-ed in the New York Times about how Taylor Swift has rocked her psychiatry practice. Yeah, I'd read it. It's really interesting. And how many women lean on Taylor Swift to try to help them through 
you know, the bumps and bruises of, of adolescence and everything like that. And adulthood, for that matter. As the Taylor Swift tour was coming closer to the town the psychiatrist resides in, the Taylor-based therapy issues were reaching a boiling point, with more clients saying things like, how am I going to stay calm before she goes on stage? I need to do remote work today because I can't get COVID before the concert. How am I going to go back to regular life once it's all over? They were all saying they needed to calm down, and to help them do that, we dug through the bag of tricks, behavioral, cognitive, existential, and explored these patients' relationships to anticipation, to enjoyment, to self-regulation, to suffering, all around the Taylor Swift concert coming to town. Yeah, yeah. And then the second part of it is that Taylor Swift in her lyrics is so, like, confessional and open about dealing with the challenges of womanhood that they have a uh, a, a very unique bond with her that I thought was interesting, just as a consumer of uh, of music. Taylor Swift doesn't force you to choose between these two things because you can be the lucky one she is, beautiful, gorgeous, everybody wants her, and every bit the anti-hero you are inside, suffering with all the am I good enough, do people like me stuff of being a girl. That's interesting. I, I've listened to a fair amount of Taylor Swift music because my kids kind of dug the catchier stuff when they were younger. Now, of course, they've reached the age where, as boys, they have to really, really hate Taylor Swift. But um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I would have never guessed that it was a, a phenomenon like, well, like what's being described by the psychiatrist there. It just sounded like typical of that genre pop music, but there must be something unique about it. Yeah, well, I, I think it's what I was talking about. I mean, it, it's so accurately, like in a fairly down-to-earth way, describing the ups and downs and, and glories and heartbreaks and that sort of thing, that people see her as some sort of friend from afar, like a really good friend. And you think that is a good thing or a bad thing or a n- neither? It's interesting. Um, I, I mean, you know, I'd go to see a band I liked and really admired them and stuff and even thought their lyrics were fantastic. But it's not like I wondered how I could go back to real life afterward. Yeah, I think so having to see a psychiatrist because you're favorite- tired with a concert T-shirt is how I went back to real life. <laughs> Having to see a psychiatrist because your favorite music act is coming to town doesn't seem like a good place to be on the whole resilience scale. Yes. Yeah. And so I was looking at the um, charts the other day that came out. David French was writing about it in the New York Times. Kids' attitudes about themselves, uh, you know, I'll never be happy, or all these different just horrifying trends, along with suicide rates, particularly among teenage girls. I mean, it's, I mean, the, 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 when you see it on a chart and the curve, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy that this isn't a bigger topic. But yeah, if it was a physical disease, the CDC would be putting out news releases every single day about it. Oh, we'd have closed the schools and altered our lives in all kinds of tragic right. ways. Oh, yeah. But, man, so, huh. What is going on with teenage girls that they're killing themselves, need medication, and can't handle Taylor Swift coming to town? That's not good. Is it, is, do you think it's mostly cultural or mostly environmental, like plastics in the water or something. Mostly cultural. Mostly cultural. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think, yeah, almost entirely or mo- yeah, I'll, I'll stick with mostly. Yeah, electronic contact as opposed to personal contact. You've said it yourself. You'll see a group of young women walking yeah. down the street during the best time of their lives. None of them are talking. All of them are staring at their phones. Yeah. And the fact that they're together is uh, an exception. We do four hours. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.